Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rose, and welcome to episode 220 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, the weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all earn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favor and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Stray, The Expanse, A Telltale Series Episode 2, and a surprise Quake 2 Enhanced Edition. The games coming out this week include Black Skylands, Moving Out 2, Astro Flame Starfighter, Madden NFL 24, Boxville, Creepy Tale, Ingrid Penance, Rayland 2, Marble It Up Ultra, Hello Engineer, Two Point Campus, Meta School School, Let's Build a Zoo, Aquarium Odyssey, Quantum Recharged, Shinobi Non Grata, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Airy Flow of Time, and Chrome Wolf. Now into last week's biggest news stories, and we have six to cover this week. Number one, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 finally has its release date. Wesley Impool at IGN writes, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 finally has its release date, November 10th, 2023. Confirmation comes from a teaser trailer, which includes snippets of dialogue from series star Captain Price and Shadow Company boss Philip Graves, who said, quote, never bury your enemies alive, end quote. Guess Graves survived the events of Modern Warfare 2 then. Quote, the ultimate threat awaits, end quote, reads the brief description of the teaser. There's not much else to go on, but we do know Modern Warfare 3 sees the return of proper slide canceling after a not-so-subtle tease sent to Call of Duty influencers. A number of leaks have already revealed weapons and even key art, the latter of which is now confirmed by today's teaser. A Modern Warfare 3 event is confirmed to happen within Battle Royale Call of Duty Warzone, reportedly on August 17th. Well, it has to be the biggest and lead-off news story of the week, as this will probably be the best-selling game of the year. But who knows? Every year it seems like they're really inching and inching towards revealing this game in the actual release, and it's starting to get scary. With so many people thrown at this machine, can they really continue to release a new COD every year? I guess we'll see if when Xbox takes over, they start to make Call of Duty every two years instead of every annual release. Number two, Avowed's original co-op plans were the wrong decision, Obsidian says. Tom West at True Achievements writes, Prior to joining Xbox Game Studios in 2018, Obsidian Entertainment was pitched Avowed as a multiplayer game so it had, quote, something interesting, end quote, to attract publishers. Ultimately, it was decided that multiplayer was, quote, the wrong decision, end quote, and development pivoted towards making Avowed a single-player game for when it launches on Xbox Series X and S, PC, and Xbox Game Pass in 2024. Speaking during the final episode of Obsidian's 20th anniversary documentary series, studio head Fergus Earhart explains that the push for Avowed to include multiplayer was to gain the interest of potential publishers. Quote, when I look back at 20 years, there's decisions of mine that I feel really good about. There's decisions that I feel not so good about. One of the things where I really pushed was that Avowed was going to be multiplayer, and I kept that for a long time, end quote, Earhart said. Before later adding, quote, when you're asking for 50, 60, 70, 80 million, you've got to have something interesting to talk about, and multiplayer made it interesting, end quote. Yurkart goes on to say that it was ultimately the wrong decision before Justin Britch, Obsidian's head of development, explained the difficulty the team faced trying to add co-op features. While the studio have dabbled with multiplayer games in the past, such as the Fantastic Grounded, it's single-player RPGs like Fallout New Vegas and Pillars of Eternity that Obsidian is highly regarded for. Quote, we were too focused on co-op, we were too focused on changing the way our pipelines work, and the way that we write conversations, the way we do quests, and everything else, end quote, Birch said. But after working on it for a little bit, we realized that we really weren't focused on the things that we were best at, so we made a pivot on the game basically to refocus really, and make sure it was at the end of the day an Obsidian game and not something different, end quote. 
How interesting with what could have been for one of the biggest games Xbox will have likely next year when it releases from one of their most famed RPG studios. Number three, Quake 2 Remaster Surprise releases on Xbox Game Pass after months of leaks. Charlie Wuckles at IGN writes, To kick off QuakeCon 2023, Bethesda and its software have released a remaster of Quake 2. Complete with visual enhancements, a new expansion, multiplayer, and the Nintendo 64 version of Quake 2 bundled in, this remaster is available now on Xbox One and Series S and X, Nintendo Switch, PC, and both PS4 and PS5. It's also available through both Xbox and PC Game Pass and is playable via Xbox Cloud Gaming. This shadow drop mirrors that of Quake 1's remaster which hit Xbox, Switch, and PC and was announced at QuakeCon and released the same day in 2021. QuakeCon, one of the world's biggest LAN parties, has been around since 1996. This isn't just a remastered of the beloved 97 FPS, in addition to a fully remastered version of the original game and its Nintendo 64 port from the same year, this remaster also includes 28 new campaign levels and one new deathmatch map developed by Machine Games the studio behind the recent Wolfenstein games and the upcoming Untitled Indiana Jones game. I love these from studios when they are side projects. Let's bring back the past in a shiny new way for new players to experience who never even heard of these games or played them if they were not around. I was around, I was very small, but I never played this game, so eventually I will be checking it out because why not? It's on Game Pass. Number 4, Killer Instinct to celebrate 10 years with 4K Xbox Series X and S support. Tom West at True Achievements writes, during a surprise appearance at EVO 2023, Killer Instinct Design Director at Xbox, James Goddard, announced that a 10th anniversary update will roll out to all players on Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC later this year, which includes matchmaking improvements and 4K support for Xbox Series X and S and more. Quote, you guys made this happen, end quote, Goddard said. Quote, this is why we did it, and this is why we're doing a balance update and a major, major upgrade to all PlayFab services, so your matchmaking is a lot smoother, tournaments are easier, and more KI for the next 10 years, let's go, end quote. According to a post from an official Killer Instinct social media account, we can expect to see the 10th anniversary update roll out later this year, could it perhaps coincide with the game's birthday on November 22nd? Like Goddard's announcement, the post says that balancing and matchmaking improvements are on the way, as well as 4K support for the Series X and S. Killer Instinct already runs in 4K on the Series X, so it will be interesting to see what changes Iron Galaxy includes with the update, especially for the Series S. Amongst the fighting game community, this is usually a little bit of a cult classic and one of the most revered especially coming from the original Xbox One launch. Not many people remember the good from the Xbox One. Number 5. Microsoft shortens its Xbox Game Pass trials just before Starfield's release. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, Microsoft has shortened its $1 Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and PC Game Pass trials to just 14 days instead of a month, just weeks before the release of Starfield. After running for years, the $1 trial for the new Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscribers stopped in March before returning last month after Microsoft adjusted its Xbox Game Pass pricing. The trials have typically offered new Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and PC Game Pass subscribers a month's access to the subscription services for just $1, but Microsoft has now adjusted both this week to move them to just 14 days, only weeks ahead of Starfield's release on September 6th. I wanted to include this story for the awareness. If you're a big, happy Game Pass subscriber like myself, I'm sure you're recommending it to friends. 14 days is much different than one month. Certainly smart on Xbox's part as no one is going to complete Starfield in 14 days and they want to get that number way way up with Starfield. Rope them in for 14 days and then get them subscribing at that top tier price. And number 6. GTA 6 launch window hinted at again by Take 2. Tom West, the True Achievements writes, Doubling down on the fiscal year 2025 projections revealed in May, Take-Two CEO Strauss Zelnick has once again hinted that the highly anticipated GTA 6 could launch as early as next year, as the company expects to see a quote, 
significant inflection point, end quote, during its next fiscal year. During an earnings call in May, it was revealed that Rockstar's parent company, Take-Two, expects to see massive financial growth during its fiscal year 2025. Take-Two CEO Strauss Zelnick said that projections for the current fiscal year 2024 include, quote, net bucklings of 5.45 to 5.55 billion, end quote, which are expected to rise to a whopping 8 billion during its fiscal year 2025, as the company plans to, quote, deliver several groundbreaking titles that we anticipate will set new standards of quality and success, end quote. With projections pointing towards such a huge financial jump, it is believed that GTA 6 will be the headlining title to increase Take-Two's net bookings by around $2.5 billion. Well, I personally feel like that's about as confirmation as I need. You can't really go to all your shareholders and say that you're going to have this massive spike and then not deliver on it. So, GTA 6, which will assuredly be the new biggest entertainment property of all time in terms of sales, players, whatever you want to call it, given GTA 5 holds a lot of those records. This is huge, so if it could launch as early as April of 2024, there's a chance we could see something by the end of this year, if not, certainly next year. That is very exciting. Let's see what you got, Take-Two. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and since over the last couple months we have gotten some new sales numbers, I always like to revisit the best-selling video game consoles of all time chart. So let's go through the ranking, the console, and how many it's sold. 28, Sega Dreamcast, 9.13 million. 27, Sega Saturn, 9.26 million. 26, Wii U, 13.56 million. 25, Sega Game Gear, 13.9 million. 24, PlayStation Vita, 14 million. 23, Sega Master System Mark III, 20 million. 22, Xbox, 21 million. 21, Xbox Series X and S, 21 million plus. 20, GameCube, 21.74 million. 19, Atari 2600, 30 million. 18, Nintendo 64, 32.93 million. 17, Sega Genesis Mega Drive, 35 million. 16, PlayStation 5, 40 million plus. 15, SNES Super Famicom, 49.1 million. 14, the Xbox One at 58 million. 13, NES Famicom, 61.91 million. 12, Nintendo 3DS, 75.94 million. 11, Game Boy Advance, 81.51 million. 10, PSP, 82 million. 9, the Xbox 360, 85 million. 8, PlayStation 3, 87.5 million. 7, Nintendo Wii, 101.63 million. 6, PlayStation, 102.4 million. 5, PlayStation 4, 117.2 million. Number 4, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, 118.69 million. Number 3, the Nintendo Switch at 129.53 million. Number 2, the Nintendo DS at 154.02 million. And number 1, of course, the PlayStation 2 at 159 million. With 159 million people happy, they can play something with DVDs. I always love going back through this list, and it seems like Nintendo Switch... You got 25 more million in you before the Nintendo Switch 2 launches next year? Could you potentially jump up to that second or even first spot? I guess we shall see. Will Xbox ever crack that? At this point, I do not think so. But they might have many more subscribers than anyone else that's ever tried to do it. So you know what? They might have that. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, and please do me a favor, leave a review. This past week, I finished my playthrough of Alan Wake Remastered, and again, as I've mentioned on the show, I was pleasantly surprised with this experience. There are certainly some bad gameplay moments. The story is 
really intriguing. I love the mystery. You don't quite know what's going on. I beat the game and I still kind of don't know what's going on, but I kind of like that. Some of the dialogue is kind of corny, and then some of it goes into that bat so bad it's good territory. But you know what? Overall, it was a great time, and I can't believe this game launched so very long ago on the 360. My name is Brian Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Rosa93. Hope you have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.